It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Play ball! 34 and 47. I'm James Erpine. Welcome into the Locked On Reds Podcast. We got a weekend of baseball to preview. A 81 game half of a season to recap we've reached the midway point of the red season we will discuss that and so much more on today's podcast you can subscribe on itunes google play spotify stitcher and wherever you get your podcast check out lockedonreds.com for a series preview of reds brewers for plenty of good articles for every single reds podcast and so much more one spot locked on reds Dot com. Great to be with you tonight. Speaking of the Reds, I'm going to the Reds game tonight. I can't wait. I'm excited. Going with my my friend, uh, a broadcasting cohort. What it, what just, I'm going to say co-worker because that's what they say in normal workplaces. Uh, co-worker Mo Egger, we are going and uh, I can't wait. Really excited to do that tonight. Um, hopefully we watch the Reds win. Here's my take on the first 81 game. 34 and 47 and the Reds that they lose yesterday and that's fine in the grand scheme of things it's fine I don't lose sleep I don't think you lose sleep the Reds win or lose a game even if they were really good I wouldn't lose sleep over a game because it's a game and it's a 162 game season but looking at this team and what they've done thus far this year I think the rebuild is progressing tremendously and It doesn't mean they're super close to winning. It doesn't mean they're going to be good in the second half of the year or finish with 70 wins for the first time since 2015. I'm I'm not saying, or 2014, excuse me, not saying that at all. What I am saying is that we are now talking about building blocks. We are talking about future pieces to the puzzle and not just prospects. Sal Romano, Tyler Malley. Luis Castillo, it's, there's, they've had their ups and downs this year. But you know what the Reds have done? They've played them throughout the year. They haven't panicked when they've struggled. They've left them in the rotation. And I think if they leave them in the rotation for the rest of the year, we're going to have our answer whether or not those guys can be in the rotation to start next season. Building blocks for the future. We're not going to get some answers. Nick Senzel, we're not going to be able to get a glimpse of him because of injury. That sucks. But we do have our answer on Scooter Jeanette. Last year was not just a career year for Scooter. He's here to stay, and he's pretty good. And I don't mean physically here in Cincinnati to stay. I mean that production isn't changing much. I mean, he hit 295 last year. He's hitting way, way higher, 40 points higher right now. Than he did last season. I'd take 295 from Scooter Jeanette any day of the week. And so the reality is, is I think a lot of good has come out of this year so far. 81 games. Jesse Winker playing virtually every day. He's taking strides. He's making strides. He's going through the ups and downs of a 162 game season. When you play 162 games and you've never done that before, you're going to have your ups and downs. Veterans have their slumps. But even more so if you've never been through it before. Think about things that you've never done before that you do. Your first marathon, your first 5K. I remember my I ran cross country in high school. And my first the first race I had, 5K, I thought I was gonna die. 
And I was in shape. Hell, I was, I was in shape. I had done all the practices and I was good to go, but I had just never done it before. And I remember th- they hold water out for you. And that's always the worst thing. And I realized that, that you shouldn't drink water on a 5k. You have to on a marathon, but 5k, I'm like 16 years old, 15 years old. I sophomore year of high school. I, I was 15, 14 or 15. Anyways, um, 14. Anyways, 14 year old me is like, Oh, I could use some water. I start drinking. I start choking. <laughs> Learn really quick. Hydrate before, hydrate after. You never need to hydrate during a 5K. But there's just little things you pick up on. Little technique things, little things that you're going to do. And that that to me, I said it at the beginning of the year. I'll say it again. This is a set the table season for the Reds. And so far, even though they fired Brian Price, even though they almost benched Jesse Winker and I lost my damn mind about it, I think they've done the necessary things to put themselves in position in 2019 to be a 500 or better ball club. There's still a long way to go. There's still 81 games to go. But so far, this season has been a success. It's certainly easier for me to sell that and say that and buy into that and all of us to come together because they've won 12 out of 16, because they had a seven-game winning streak recently. It's easier for me to say that because of all that stuff. But honestly... Most of it was true anyway. Scooter Jeanette, Jesse Winker, Tyler Malley, Sal Romano broke out of his slump, so that that was one of the bright spots recently. I think Luis Castillo will break out of his, if you want to call it a slump. To me, the key to this year is playing the young guys and figuring out what you got. Now, the second half of the season is very interesting. The next 81 games, not from a results standpoint, I think they're going to struggle. I think there will be plenty of times where they struggle, and I talked about that yesterday. No need to get back into it, but I think it's interesting because you want to get a Robert Stevenson up here. You want to be able to trade a Matt Harvey or, or move one of these guys so Robert Stevenson can come up here and start. Hopefully, you can get Brandon Finnegan. He has success in the bullpen in AAA, which he was moved to AAA. You, you want or moved to AAA first, and now he was just recently moved to the bullpen down there in Louisville. You want to see if he can have success there, maybe come up here and add to your bullpen. The trade deadline, speaking of bullpens, their most valuable trade piece by far is Rossell Iglesias. What do they do with him? Do they trade him? Do they keep him? Do they get an offer too great to refuse? I want the Reds to be in a position at the end of this year to look at their team and say, we have three solid starters or we have four solid starters, let's go get our ace, or let's go get a young arm that we think can be instant, a one, you know, one, one, a two, whatever it is. Cause I think Luis Castillo has ace stuff and he could end up being that for this team long-term. I do. That being said, if they go out and trade one, that Russell Iglesias trade for one, Russell Iglesias is the guy that you want to use to do it. And the, the trouble with doing it midseason is a contending team isn't, wanna, isn't going to want to give up a starter. So if you're talking about a guy in AAA who you just think has ace stuff and maybe they, they don't have a spot in the rotation for him right now, but they're looking for a closer, I would want that type of guy, that type of prospect, plus maybe you get an outfielder. Like, honestly, I could see the Reds using Iglesias. And if they can get the team that thinks they're a closer away, they could get their starting center fielder for next season. 
they could get a starting pitcher for next season with the big league club. I'm talking about high-end prospects here. Because put yourself in, like if the Reds were contenders, like if I was uh, um, doing this for the Cubs, let's say, and they needed a closer, and they're a closer away. I'm just naming a contender. You pick whoever you want. Let's say the Yankees don't have a role as Chapman. They're, they're a contender. And they're a closer away, they feel like, from winning it all. You're not going to go get a legitimate closer under a cheap deal for multiple years because you have to give up prospect number one in your organization and number five. Like, that's the one thing I will give the Reds credit for. They went for it 2010 to 2014. Like, they went for it, and they held on too long, but they really tried to make it work and tried to contend and tried to win with the, all the trades they made, from trading Matt Latos to trading for bullpen help. They would do trading for Shin Su Chu. They gave up prospects to try to contend. It didn't work out, but I will never fault an organization that does that because they felt like they were close, and I did too, and so did you, and so did most people, especially in 20, what was it, 2012, 2013? 2012 was uh, the year, right? But um, yeah, so that's who you're looking for. That's what you're looking to get in return for Rasel Iglesias. You're also interesting to see if they maybe consider trading Nick Senzel this offseason, or if they consider trading Scooter Jeanette at the deadline, or con- consider trading him this, this offseason. Because they could trade at this point. What if they traded Nick Senzel this offseason and kept Scooter Jeanette long-term? Jose Peraza's playing okay. He's young. He's being playing all right at shortstop. So there are a lot of questions, a lot of options that this Reds team is going to have. And my, my one ask for this team, the final 81 games, is that it continues the rebuild by developing and figuring out what these young players are. You got to find a way to get Robert Stevenson up here in the second half. You got to find a way to get some of these players up here in the second half so they can play. And so you can figure out what they are. Robert Stevenson, the time is now. You trade Matt Harvey and you get him up here. That's what I would do. I thought about it last night. Uh, I thought about it again this morning. That is the 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 clear path. I'm not worried about Homer Bailey anymore. Leave him in AAA forever. Obviously, they can't do that. I think they might have to cut ties with Homer Bailey, by the way. But uh, we'll get to that later. Up next on the Locked on Reds podcast, I'm James Erpine, by the way. Thank you so much for tuning in. If it's your first podcast, we talk Reds baseball every single day. Please subscribe. Also follow on Twitter, at Locked on Reds, at James Erpine. Up next, we'll preview a weekend of baseball at Great American Ballpark right here on the Locked on Reds podcast. The Reds take on the Brewers tonight. Sal Romano looking for win number five on the year. He enters the game with a 5.4 earned run average. And uh, the Reds, after losing yesterday, look to regroup, look to rebound, and they're going up against Chase Anderson, who's 5-6 and six on the year with a 4.37 ERA. He struck out 63 and walked 34 in 82 and a third innings pitched. Uh, Chase Anderson was good for the Brewers last year. Had a 2.74 ERA, 12 and 4 on the year uh, last season for the first place Brewers. He's already given up more home runs this year than he did last season. In 10 less starts. And he's close to walking as many batters as he did last season. So we'll see if the Reds can get to him that uh, game tonight. 7-10 Great American Ballpark. I will be there. If you see me, Say hi. Tomorrow, it's Reds, it's Brewers again in the third game of a four-game series. It's also um, Rosie Red Bobblehead Day. 
So you can uh, get, I think it's the first 20,000 at Great American Ballpark, you'll get a rosy red bobblehead. And um, Tyler Malley on the mound as he looks to get over the hump, over the 500 hump. He's 6-6 six and six right now with a 3.98 ERA. Love to see him get to 7-6 and six on the year. Malley comes in. He's thrown 86 innings on the season, 81 strikeouts, and 36 walks. First pitch at 4-10. And the Reds, hopefully they're going to get take game two and three of this series, but they'll take on a guy by the name. I'm not even going to act like I can say his name. It's Chasson. His last name is Chasson. His name is J-H-O-U-L-Y-S. I'm going to say I'm not even going to say because you'll make fun of me and I'll get it wrong. Um, I've probably heard it, and once I hear it, I'll be like, oh, yeah. But uh, Chasson comes in 6-3 and three on the year with a 3.82 ERA, 92 innings pitched, 71 strikeouts, and 40 walks on the season. And Sunday, the final game of a four-game tilt. NBA free agency begins Sunday. I've been so locked in on that uh, over the past couple days and will continue to be into next week. Matt Harvey on the mound for the Reds, 3-5 and five on the year. Hopefully the good starts keep rolling. Uh, he's pitched 75 innings on the year with a 5.28 earned run average, 54 strikeouts, 21 walks, and is coming off of a second uh, straight quality start. He pitched six and two-thirds the other night, uh, Tuesday night, against the Braves, and uh, hopefully he can keep the ball rolling there. Harvey will go up against uh, Peralta, and uh, Peralta comes in. Uh, Freddie Peralta comes in, a 3-0 and record on the season. His ER earned run average under 2, 22 and two-thirds inning pitched, uh, innings pitched this year so far, and uh, we'll see. We'll see, man, because Peralta is a guy – who's young, but he's pitched well. You want to see if the Reds could get to him. If they could early, he's a young pitcher, and uh, it would do wonders for Matt Harvey. So those are your pitching matchups. Overall, though, how do you feel about the Reds' rebuild? How do you feel about the first 81 games? Because this is the last year I'm going to call it a rebuild. Like I think they should be building towards next year, building towards, well, what should be a successful 2019 season and uh, the first 81 games overall I think have been a success what say you you can email me James Rapine at ESPN1530.com also on Twitter at James Rapine at Locked on Reds please subscribe to the podcast we do it every single weekday here on the Locked on Reds podcast and uh, you can subscribe on iTunes Google Play Spotify Stitcher and wherever you get your podcast make sure you keep it locked on LockedOnReds.com plenty of articles there for your reading pleasure. And until Monday, have a great weekend. Say hi tonight at Great American Ballpark. Until then, I'm James Rapine. Have a great weekend. This is the Locked On Reds Podcast. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.